When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. We're in, a, we're in an empty void. Oh, there we go. Now we look good. And uh, uh, to my mic <laughs> one, I'm a <laughs> <We're> all... <laughs> That was the, the best start ever. We don't have the background and Matt's mic wasn't on. Jesus Christ. I'll tell you what, if you listen to the Shining Wizards, if you listen to the Shining Wizards podcast, um, and it's happening now where I'm having Wi-Fi issues, I... Uh, smashed a bunch of my equipment on monday night because i'm a psychopath (laughs) um so yeah this is where we are on the latest episode of the bread club we apologize for any technical difficulties we're we're hopeful we can make it through with audio at least with maybe a couple of uh visual hitches but we'll we'll get through we're gonna make it buddy together we can do it karen how are you today I am tired. It is pissing it down outside. It is very, very heavy rain. Um, it's sunny one minute and raining the next because that's how this time of the year works, apparently. Uh, it's the, I, I can't. I, April might be my least favorite month. Yeah, it's a nightmare. I don't know how to dress because the sun comes out and you're hot and then it goes by in a cloud and it's gone for the next two hours and you're buggered. You got to bring a bring a jacket, guy. Yeah, but then you've got to take the jacket off and you've got to take the umbrella, but then it's probably it might not rain, but then it might rain and it's a nightmare. Oh, better safe than sorry. Would you rather carry? Oh, yeah, I'm definitely that one. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely the, I will be prepared where as others, not so much. They're like, you know, they're, they're just happy to be cold. I can't live that life. Yeah, no, I'm with you, man. I I'm, I mean, the rain don't bother me. I just wear a hoodie. So I just throw the hood on. How was the weather in Washington, D.C. and Philadelphia, though, Matt? Returned from a big New Japan weekender. I will I will tell you this. The weather in Washington, D.C. was both Washington and Philadelphia. The weather was pretty nice. It was pretty warm here on the East Coast. Uh, we got up to hold on. Let me make sure I can do this right. Got to give you the proper. It's okay. <laughs> we we talk about temperatures way too much on a on a show about New Japan Pro Wrestling. No, but this is look. If there's people in the UK, they need to understand, right? So it was it was about uh, twenty six degrees Celsius. Oh man, that's a 
they're, we won't get many days hotter than that in the UK all this year. Yeah, we had a couple of those in April, oh. and uh, I know you've oh. been to the states a couple times, but I don't think you've ever been to the uh, ECW arena, the twenty three hundred arena. No, it gets so fucking hot in there. Oh, plus it being twenty six degrees Celsius, that's not going to help things. Doesn't help. But uh, man, the shows were awesome. Um, thankful for you, Kieran. You set up. Uh, you point me in the right direction. Uh, and I did an interview with Aaron Hanare the morning I came back from my trip. If you listen to that, you can clearly tell that my voice is fucking shot. <laughs> it is, yeah. It, you you apologize. You you work into the interview. It's a tremendous interview of Aaron Hanare. It's on the Wizards Podcast YouTube at, at Wizards Podcast on Twitter. Um, it's absolutely must listen. If you're watching this, you're a New Japan fan clearly, so you need to go check out that interview that Matt done with Hanare. Yeah, it was awesome. My voice was shot. Uh, Clark Connors broke my heart. I know, man. Clark, Clark joining Bullet Club. Clark going to the the dark side. You know, the Wild Club, Rhino Club. We'll we'll, we'll see what the shirt's going to say. I love it and I hate it. I love it for Clark. Yeah. He's a great guy. He deserves to be put on the pedestal. The Wild Rhino wasn't really doing much. I think that's the thing. These LA dojo guys at the moment, I like this now because they're just kind of falling in and like, you know, happy to be here. We'll just slot in with the good guys and not really get to have a character or anything. And that was very much the case with Clark. Had a great best of Super Juniors, teamed up with Scucci for Super Junior Tag League. You know, he was necking the beers and stuff, which is all fun and games, but you can't really get serious. You can't really stick your teeth into that. And now he can create a character and he's got a, a, like the Bullet Club behind him of all the, all the people in the world. Well, I was very vocal about uh, <laughs> this version of the Bullet Club, too. Um... <laughs> Did you get in trouble? No, I didn't get in trouble. <laughs> Look, man, I like if you've watched the Bread Club before, uh, and we appreciate everybody that tunes in every couple weeks and thankful for Fightful and Fightful Overbook for putting us on there. If you tune in, you know that I like to have a good time. So when I go to a wrestling show, I like to have fun. So I will cheer the good guys. Fun fun at a wrestling show, Matt? What? I will That's cheer not the, how it works. I will cheer the good guys. I will boo the bad guys. You've got it all wrong. The amount of people walking around with Bullet Club gear on. I had to question people. We're going from Devitt to Kenny to AJ to, to Jay White. And now fucking david finley and you're all everyone wants to throw up the two sweets this is arguably the worst possible version of the bullet club they kicked out elp it's fucking house of torture david finley kenta I that was the how that was the bullet club going into washington dc the thing with bullet, obviously it's a big point of it's always a point of contention among wrestling fans isn't it bullet club old oh, i'd anyone oh they've got 100 members and stuff and like if you go on their wikipedia page it is outrageous because you've got bullet club in japan you've got house of torture who in my mind i don't even associate them as bullet club really anymore they they very rarely team up with bullet club now True. um so but you go down the wikipedia page according to wikipedia you know and but house torture are essentially bullet club you've got bullet club main the group like you say, Gato Ishimori, Kenna, all them guys. Then you've got House of Torture. And then you've got Bullet Club Gold, Bang Bang Gang, Juice Robinson, Jay White. Then you've got um, this Rogue Nation version in Tamashi, which has like five or six members now. 
Um, and then you've got Chris Bay and Ace Austin in Impact. It's fucking a lot of people. But if you're just watching New Japan and you just care about Bullet Club, you're only seeing there's like five or six members that are core members that are in Japan that you just listed off, Matt. Yeah, I forget, and I always forget Ishimori, and I don't mean no disrespect to Ishimori. Oh, one of the greatest to ever do it, man. One of the greatest juniors of all time. I forget the bone soldiers there, but man, it is a weak, weak version of the book club, and all these fucking marks wanted to, I ain't too sweet nobody. David Finley's the worst leader of the bullet club ever, and I was very vocal about that. And what then... Clark Carners crushed my soul. He turned on the DKC, and I was like, "Okay, I'm okay with that because maybe we're gonna get like the DKC and Clark Connors But no, then he comes out. He joins David Finley. What are we doing, people? What if? Okay, so you weren't two sweet people, but what if someone threw up the gun? Would you? Would you join the Bang Bang Gang? Yeah, I would. I would am join uh, the Bang Bang Gang. I'm specifically talking about Bullet Club in Japan. I just want to say Bang Bang Gang. Uh, admittedly (laughs) just i i didn't i saw people kept posting that promo the jay white backstage aw promo and i was like i I eventually watched it and the the amount of things he can rattle off so quickly that he comes up with so quickly because obviously when he was in new japan what the catalyst of pro wrestling sold out msg the real rock and roller uh, the last rock and roller the real belt collector King Switch, Switchblade. I'm definitely forgetting stuff. And then he does this promo on AEW. He's like, high rollers, keep them high. Bullet clubs in the, like, guns in the sky and all this shit. I was like, this dude is incredible, man. He is great. He rattles them off. So, uh, so yeah, I was, look, and I, I, I'm all over the place with these shows. Philadelphia, during the David Finley match, Kieran, mm-hmm. these motherfuckers, we want Jay White. Oh, yeah. Same motherfuckers that were cheering for Eddie Kingston when uh-huh. Eddie Kingston beat him. Now they want Jay White. Well, I fucking let them have it, buddy. I was fucking screaming at people all night. <laughs> you motherfuckers. You didn't want Jay White. You wanted Eddie Kingston because he's, oh, I say partner and my promos are real. It looks like he spends his days eating fucking cheeseburgers like me. He got rid of Jay White. Now you got David Finley. I hope you're fucking happy. You fucking turds. Piss me off. Some kid definitely went home crying because of Matt. Like Matt's not even aware that he's just some some kid just getting all of Matt's spit in his face, and Matt's just totally seeing red. This poor innocent New Japan child. I didn't. First of all, funny enough that you mentioned a child. A child <laughs> sat. Uh, a child and a, a father and a young child sat behind us in DC. So I was on my best behavior. I did get in an argument with the child. Um, <laughs> of course well, I, was, <laughs> I did like, <laughs> that was such a ridiculous sentence um so kenta wrestled eddie edwards dude you watched did you watch so i know you said you watched some but i don't know how much of the i didn't watch shit. that i'm kind of done with i cannot i'm with you dude they fucking I, hated eddie edwards oh what the crap really they were fucking cheering for they wanted Davy Richards. They were so I don't know what Eddie Edwards did if he fucked everybody in the crowd's mother. I don't know what this dude hate fuck Eddie Edwards chance like the whole place. I suppose it's because Ken is kind of the, the new Japan boy and it's a new Japan crowd. And for these shows, people are just happy to see people like I'd get excited to see Ken because I, you know, I've seen him. He's only been to the UK once since he joined New Japan for the first World Quest, and the former guy got a concussion against Ishii. Um, like, I suppose it's kind of that homeboy thing, because Eddie Edwards was the invader, for lack of a better word. 
I guess, but like when AR Fox wrestled David David Finley, he didn't like people were not people were happy to see AR Fox. It was weird. So yeah. Kenta beats Eddie Edwards, and then they play a video from Hikuleo from Japan. Mm-hmm. He challenges him, and I go, Oh, Kenta's so afraid. I'm yelling, he's a coward. And the little boy behind me, sir, he is not afraid. <laughs> Oh, that's adorable. So then he accepted. So I turned around. I said, I apologize. You're right. Kenta was not afraid because he was a big Kenta fan. Uh, but that was that was the extent of my uh, interaction with the young man. <laughs> that's probably for the best. Um, uh, yeah, I, I was definitely uh, on on. I knew there was a child there, so I still yelled and screamed, but I definitely kept the F bombs. There was mm-hmm. not a lot of vulgarity. There was yeah. a lot of this guy sucks. People were so they all were chanting fuck eddie edwards and then there was a a a series where it was back and forth and and a lot of and then everyone's cheering and i said you can't fucking cheer for eddie edwards now people and then some fickle fat slob he said oh yes i can i said no 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 (laughs) you were chanting fuck eddie edwards so no fickle they just you know someone hits a high spot and they're off to the races but no you can't you can't but hey it's a a weekender for you going to see New Japan was awesome. Um, both cards were stacked. The first night certainly seemed better on paper. Do, was that the case uh, after you left the weekend? Do you think the Washington show was better than Philly? That's you know what? That's a that's a toss up. The I the, the Washington Philly, the Philly crowd seems incredible in comparison. Yeah, the Washington venue was bigger, mm-hmm. but uh, I mean, man, that that main event was look if you're if you ever have an opportunity to see Aussie Open wrestle live, you have you have to do it. You have they're so fucking good. And then you throw in, <laughs> I may have spent most of the night mocking the Motor City Machine Guns too. You, what, Matt? Who are you not mocking? From where we're from? This is where we're from. Let's stupid. you're fucking let's, stupid. Let's go. Let's go. Top to bottom on on the card for DC, like it's Capital <laughs> Collision, Washington DC, uh, pre-show match, TMDK defeating West Coast Wrecking Crew, and then the first match of the card, you get a wild ten-man tag match, uh, sowing the seeds for what would come. Because yeah, Clark Connors attacked DKC post-match, yeah, very uncharacteristically of him. Um, and then of course you have the AR Fox David Finley match after. David Finley calls out Clark Connors, and they throw up the two sweet, and we've got a new member of Bullet Club. Uh yeah, it was it was huge, man. I couldn't believe he call, he called out Clark and Clark came out and was was happy to accept and it was bittersweet for me cuz I love Clark Connors, but I think this is the shittiest version of the Bullet Club. Do you think Clark now has a legitimate chance of winning Best of Super Juniors cuz that's getting announced in a couple of days. We're recording this on the Monday and Best of Super Juniors is getting announced on the Thursday. Uh does it give him a I don't know if I really look at him as a super junior. I know he was in the super junior tag tournament. And the best of super juniors last year. He's a junior. I don't know, man. Him as a dickish big boy junior, just like, because he is huge dude, like short, like he might not be a tall dude, but he is built incredibly well. Like him as a bully heel in the junior division could, should really be awesome. Yeah, no, it makes sense. I just, man, I am so uh, all for Despy winning this year, and I know, mm. I know, people probably want something different. 
if it's not Hiromu or Despi, but I, I really want Despi to win the best of the Super Juniors. I wouldn't be mad if it was Clark because, because you know, this is well, a... as long as long as it's not fucking Hiromu, right? Yeah, dude. Step Hiromu, in the right direction. Hiromu Naito got may have may have gotten the biggest uh, reaction of the night. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. It, it's a toss up between them two and obviously Okada and Tanahashi. Yeah, yeah, of course. Well, the third match on the card, NJPW World TV Championship, Zack Sabre Jr. defeating Tom Lawler. This was incredible. This was just seamless, like two masters at the craft. Um, This may have been the best defense of the title net yet, and Zack Sabre Jr. just steaming on as this wrestler of the year for me. Um, I I can't go over how fucking good this was. Yeah, this was a lot of of fun. Uh, People love Zack, too. Don't, you can't get lost on that, but Lawler's great too. I mean, these guys, I, I haven't gone back and watched these shows yet. I would imagine with Ian Riccoboni on commentary that it's these these type of matches that are the TV title and like the pure rules match. Mm-hmm. I think there's they're easier to watch when someone's telling the story. The action yeah, yeah. is great, but the story behind it also helps. But I mean, you can't ask for better than Zach and Lawler because Tom Lawler's come a long way. Yeah, it's not the type of match that's going to pop a crowd necessarily. They're not going to be a high spot, but it's one that if you watch with a keen eye, you're just focused and undivided. You're going to really, really appreciate it. But unlike the next match, which will get big pops and will get big spots, Tomohiro Ishii and El Desperado battering each other, much to the delight of the Washington crowd. Loved it. Loved every second of it outside of the, the of, you know, Despy not winning, but I, I get it. It was just kind of a one-off type of deal right uh because he he came back the next night and he won uh, but man fuck like this is it's a treat just to see these guys uh live let alone against each other oh yeah and in a singles match as well because this could they could have easily just been thrown into a tag match they could have turned you know another match into a six-man tag or something like that um and then we get the match of the night the the broadway 60-minute match between fred rosser and juice robinson no one saw that coming I'll tell you what, uh, (laughs) dude, fucking, I was like, like, I think I'm going to go like, take, I'm either going to take a piss during this match or the Kenta match. Mm -hmm. And I was not even out of my seat before juice just fucking attacked Fred Ross. (laughs) dog shit out of him and then he got on the mic and he was screaming don't you ever say my wife's fucking name on the hot on the exact will i think it was word for verbatim what will smith said right I, keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth yeah it was awesome like this is this is what i want out of juice robinson like this 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 fucking killer badass I love Juice. I, I've always been a fan of him and everything, and he kind of fell by the wayside during the pandemic and everything. Yeah. But you know, give the guy a mic, and he's gonna he's gonna make you give a shit. Um, he he's so so fucking good. Yeah, it was it was awesome. It was awesome, and I it, it just it fit with the weekend, and I'm excited to see. I mean, I think I know where it's going, but uh, I'm excited. I love the I love the fucking the the silver dollars. Mm-hmm. It, the roll of the, yes. the dime, the whatever it's called, the dimes or um, roll of dimes. And then uh, the next match, you said Naito and Hiromu getting the biggest reaction of the night. But what was it like to see Sonada? The first people to see Sonada as the IWGP World Heavyweight Champion. You were one of them, Matt. 
dude, it was aw- he looks great. He looks like a young Minoru Suzuki. I saw yes, I saw someone say that. It's very true. It's insane. Like he looks like a stud, man. The belt fucking suits him entirely. He looks great. And 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 Dunstan Williams, who had left a comment on the YouTube of our last episode he wanted to know what we were uh if, if we thought his reign would be successful um that's yes. not a... It's, it's a difficult one like will he have a lengthy reign um do you know it's the thing is if he heads into the g1 as champion then the likelihood is he's champion until wrestle kingdom if you look at the history people don't the belt doesn't change after the g1 the last time it happened was like aj stars and hiroshi tanahashi um in like 2013 or something like that because yeah one the winner of g1 challenges for the title also you want to know who's going to be champion like you know the road to wrestle kingdom starts there so i could see sonado getting this defense against romu and dropping it at dominion or maybe even forbidden door but to who i don't know but i don't think i'd like to see sonado have a g1 run as champion i think he would deliver but yeah, I think we we get one reign if we, we we get the one defense against Romu and a second if we're lucky, and then whoever's going to be champion and heading into the main event of Russell Kingdom steps up and gets the gold. Well, uh, I don't want to go off on a tangent, but who Okada has made it pretty clear that he has other things he'd like to accomplish, right? Yeah, I mean, the obvious pick is Naito, I suppose, right? <sighs> Uh, I've read that book before. It doesn't do anything for me. I like, obviously, the LIJ, like, leaving LIJ and all that stuff, it writes itself. But, yeah, I don't know. Naito heading into another Wrestle Kingdom as the champion. Uh, you know, maybe this is kind of the last chance for him to really get that final main event roll call and everything like that. Um, because he isn't getting younger and his body's not getting any healthier. Um, the, the mad fucker. Uh, and he he's in his forties now, I think. Um, so yeah, I don't know, but Naito always delivers as well. Whatever hesitations I have, Naito will certainly pull something out of the woodwork. Yeah, I. Uh, I guess we'll just have to wait and see. I don't because they it, it would be very similar to the story arc they told with Evil, and I know it's the pandemic; they didn't have a lot of stuff. But like Naito getting his revenge. But in this instance, like Sonata just kind of was like, I'm leaving. Like there wasn't like a fuck. He didn't turn. He didn't know. Just like, hey, guys, it's been fun. But I'm going to go. I'm going to get in this car over here and ride with them for a while. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't malicious. It was he like, you know, he said it in comments since that like Naito is LIJ. Even when Shingo was winning MVP awards for the year when he was the IWGP World Heavyweight Champion, it was still Tetsuya Naito's Los Incompanables de Japón. So, you know, he's always, even if he had won the champion as part, become champion as part of LIJ, he still wouldn't be seen as the top guy in LIJ, whereas now he is the top guy in just five guys. Yeah, so it'll be, I'm looking, I hope he gets a run through the G1. I'd like to see that. Yeah, yeah, but I, 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 I don't think it happens, unfortunately. We'll have to. We'll find out. We'll know in in a little over a month, right? Uh, yeah. Dominion is yeah, in June, June. June at some point. Um, and but then you got Forbidden Door in July. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll, we'll see. Um, next match 
already talked about a strong openweight championship. Kenta retaining against Eddie Edwards. Um, Hikalera making a challenge post-match. Um, and then we get to the main event that uh, Matt was so willingly willing to shit on uh, Motor City Machine Guns. Uh, Aussie Open defeating Motor City Machine Guns and the Dream Team to become the new strong openweight tag team champions. Double gold for Aussie Open. Yeah, you know, I've been... I've... So obviously, I like Aussie Open, right? Big fan of the United Empire. Um, I've expressed my feelings about Tanahashi and his dumb hair. Um, Okada, you know, guess what? I got news for you guys. He's a fucking loser because he's not the champion anymore. So he was in the doghouse, right? <laughs> it was I like, I did think the whole match, like, Tanahashi's not doing much here, but then he got, I don't know when he got injured, but obviously he got injured during this match. Yes. Which explains why he had a minimal role here. But it, it was still great. Like, Motor City Machine Guns, Aussie Open, two of the best tag teams to ever do it. You throw in, you know, Okada and a, even a half weakened Tanahashi, and it was always going to be good. Um, And it's just really fucking cool. Like, the New Japan are like, okay, Aussie Open, here's all the belts. <laughs> you, you represent us. You fucking run with it. Yeah, no, because the match was awesome. And I, you know, if you're watching for the first time, uh, I, you know, make fun of Tanahashi's hair, but I understand the magnitude of Tanahashi and Okada. I'm just happy. Do you, do you now, after seeing him in person again, Tanahashi, do you now understand the magnitude of Tanahashi's hair specifically? You know what? His hair game was pretty weak. I'm not going to lie. It wasn't, Ooh. it wasn't anything for me to make fun of. Uh, I think that's. I feel like that's worse than you. Kind of flat. I was kind of like, this guy's hair sucks, and then he came out, and I was like, dude, you didn't even put any fucking effort into it. Well, Julian is always commenting and giving us uh, props on YouTube as well. He was he he'll be happy because he said he had no issues with you beating up Orange Cassidy, but he wanted you to leave Tana and his beautiful head of hair alone. So, you know, thank thankfully Julian got his wish. The head of hair is still on Tanahashi's head. Something happened on the set su- Sunday at the show where I had to cheer for Orange Cassidy. I lost a bet. <laughs> what was the bet? Well, the I went with uh, Anthony and Kate from the Mark Order podcast uh, every Wednesday night. You can listen to them. It's the post AEW show. They love to bust my balls about um, Sue being a member of Chaos, and then they like to needle me about sue being the founding member of chaos yes because they just love busting my balls and they know it gets me all fired up so i said because we got to to philly early i did not i know tanahashi was hurt i didn't know they did a meet and greet with him when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. 
Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Which was kind of a bummer. Yeah, for like 50 people or something, and it cost however much. And yeah, you've got a picture of Tanahashi before the show. Yeah, I didn't know that. Other, We were there early enough, but there was a target within walking distance. So we walked down to the target and I told them, if you can tell me who the founding member of Chaos is, I will root for Orange Cassidy and accept that you think Sue is a viable option uh, to be a member of Chaos. And I gave them each three strikes. Go on. What were the, what were the, what were the answers? Did they get uh, it first time? No, they, it took... Uh, or they missed four times before someone was, they were finally like. You gave them three strikes each. Yes. That was very, that was I very generous they, of you, Matt. I didn't think they were going to figure it out. So what were the, what was the options before they got the right one? What was the, <laughs> the mistakes? I think there was a, I think one, there was a Carl Anderson guess. Uh, now to be let I want to be fair to Anthony and Kate. They're not huge New Japan fans. Still. Uh, I think we, a big, we, the, the people got to know. I think a big there was a big Tamishi, a Tanahashi. There's one more. Okada? No, they didn't guess Okada because they would have been the obvious pick. I think. Yeah, they knew he was the current leader, but they didn't think when the group was formed. And then yeah. finally, they they put their stupid heads together and they figured it out. And then I also, uh, we also saw Sumi Sakai at the Target getting, uh, oh, really? she was, I guess she was getting uh, medicine for Tanahashi. <laughs> she was, she was, Kate had to get allergy medicine. You can only buy it at the pharmacy. You have to show your ID, all that bullshit. Cause you know, people use allergy medicine to make meth or whatever. Yeah. And Sumi was there getting medicine for somebody, but that person wasn't there. We overheard her talking to uh the pharmacist so that was pretty funny that's cool i remember i see um the first royal quest i saw minoru suzuki in morrison's which is just a supermarket chain um (laughs) and he was doing the self-checkout and uh i said like i said hello suzuki or something and he stayed completely in character and just gave me a dirty look (laughs) and i was like well i've met suzuki a couple of times before i know he's a nice but like he's a he's a good dude when you meet him like i can appreciate he's being in character and then okada just came walking past me i was like oh okada and okada like being okada big huge grin on his face and hello um and then i think about maybe saw like a wrestler or two getting some cold sandwiches out of the fridge as well um and then oh no but when we first arrived my fiance almost ran over carl fletcher <laughs> um of Aussie Open fame. Um and then he saw the new Japan sticker on the back of the car and he kind of gave us a break. Um but yeah, that's a that's a, a fun little anecdote there as well. Um but yeah, collision in Philadelphia, uh ECW Arena, uh kicks off El Desperado and Volador Jr. defeating Delirious and Kevin Knight. And then the second match, probably my favorite match of the weekend. Um Alex Coglin defeating Tracy Williams in a Ring of Honor Pure Rules match. I did not expect this to be half as good as it was. It this blew me away. Yeah, this was to watch Alex Coglin's the feat of strength, the the shit he does. Um, ECW Arena is a smaller venue, so we we were very close. We had mm-hmm. general admission tickets, and the way it was set up, it was kind of like first come first serve. Yeah. Uh, so we got in early. We got great seats. Uh, where we kind of staggered, we were, we took up like two rows, three and two, 
there's three in the front, two behind. So I wasn't yelling in any children's faces. I was yelling into the back of my friend's heads. But uh, so you were a lot closer. And man, Alex Coughlin's such a fucking beast. And it was an unbelievably hard hitting match. Um, if I came across great on TV, then, you know, imagine in person being, you know, 15 feet from the ring. These guys beat the dog shit out of each other. I think Alex has that rare gift because of the stuff he can do where he can go into a match. Like, obviously, it's a New Japan show. People know who Alex Coughlin is. But, like, his match on Ring of Honor where he teamed up with Shibata, very few people in that crowd probably knew who Alex Coughlin was. He busts out that suplex where he sat down and then stands up. Everyone loses their fucking mind. And that is such a gift to be able to do, to walk into it as an unknown and still get a huge reaction like that because people leave remembering that. And he has got that in spades with some of the stuff he can do. Now, I'm glad you bring up Shibata because Alex Coughlin has called him out. Do you want to do, do hear an ice cream fan, Matt? Do you, I can hear an ice cream fan. Do you want, you want sorry, what? I can, I can hear an ice cream fan. Uh, do, you want, do you want some scoops? Do I? Do you want some scoops? Um. So... We know we're getting the resurgent show. You're getting Okada is going to be there. It's announced you're getting Tanahashi versus Will Ospreay in the US tournament. Mercedes Monet has now announced she's going to be there. Monet. Monet. If you are a fan of Katsuyori Shibata and you would like to see Katsuyori Shibata compete in a New Japan ring, I suggest you buy tickets for resurgence. Oh! Um, Hot scoop, baby. Look out. Yeah, uh, I mean, that's what I've been told. You know, shit changes. I don't want someone to buy a ticket and Shibata doesn't get announced. And then they're like, fuck Kieran. Um, But yeah, that, that's my scoop for this episode is Shibata should be competing at that show. That's very exciting. How do you feel about Coglin calling him out, though? Oh, man. Like, obviously, LA Dojo, love them guys. You know just as well as I do how generous and kind they all are. Um, We've both been lucky enough to interview them. Um. And like the fact that Alex got to team with him was just mind blowing for me because like you know Shibata's my all time favorite wrestler. Alex Coughlin is the best dude in the world, and the match itself was great. Like Shibata refusing for a long time to come and break up the submission because he trained this motherfucker. Alex, get out of the fucking submission! What are you doing, bro? And then he's like, fine. He comes in, he breaks up the submission by attacking the other opponent, and then he also kicks Alex Coughlin. Like, what the fuck are you doing? I trained you better than this. And then yeah, like a, a pure rules match. It's going to be awesome, especially because we've just seen how good Alex was in that environment, and we know how good Shibata is. It's a, it's almost like a dream match for me. Yeah, I'm very very excited to see where that goes, and just you know the the having Alex wrestle a pure rules match at this show on Sunday, and then Shibata being the pure champion. It yes. seems like they're on a collision course. Yeah, it's uh, it's fucking great, man. Maybe maybe they collide on May 21st at Resurgence. Who knows? Oh, we can only hope can only hope um and then the card carries on dkc versus clark connors uh added last minute due to clark connors being a rebellious little scamp uh joining bullet club and dkc wanting to get some revenge uh but of course that came up short and clark connors defeated the dkc um was dkc wearing his own gear or was he wearing young lion stuff uh i think he had his own gear on okay. i um i don't know if you watch this match in particular back and the David I, Finley, I did watch promo, this one. Did you hear, was that, uh, could you hear anyone in the audience yelling and screaming like a maniac? 
What was you yelling and screaming at? Oh, God. <laughs> you know what? That's a great question, Kieran. I know this definitely was where I hurt my voice when David Finley got <laughs> Uh And then he... And I um, I hate Philadelphia. I mean, tell us how you really feel, Matt. I've been very vocal about this for many years as someone... <laughs> Uh, you know, a Mets fan, don't be fooled by the Pirates hat. It's just the first one I put on today. Uh, Philadelphia is a shit stain on America. It's the first place in the world. And I was anti-David Finley, and then he shit on uh, Philadelphia, and I was instantly cheering. The people around me were a little perplexed how I could go back and forth. Oh, so so you can go back and forth, but if people boo Eddie Kingston and then they want to cheer him, they're not allowed. What, what's going on, Matt? Eddie Edwards first. and secondly, Eddie Edwards. Uh, I was cheering his thoughts on Philadelphia, not uh, okay. David Finley and the Bullet Club, what they're doing to New Japan Pro Wrestling. You have you have your reasonings. Um, I do, but I can't I, look. I can't argue with a guy who feels the same way I do about Philadelphia. Uh, you've got at least you've got that much in common with David Finley. Maybe you're not so different after all. It's the only thing we have in common. <laughs> Look, he looks like a fucking dude going through a midlife crisis. He fucking dyed his hair. Now he's in the Rebel Club. He brought a motorcycle and he has a shillelagh. Fucking kick rocks, David Finley. You suck. So does the Bullet Club. How do you like them apples, people? It would be great if we could get someone on the Red Club that you had disdain for to see what you would be like. Like if we got David Finley on here. It would be a very short interview. <laughs> Uh, for he'd probably be like, fuck this guy, fuck this show, and then he'd probably tell whoever set it up to go fuck themselves. <laughs> um, fourth match in Philadelphia, TMDK losing to Team Filthy, Tom Lawler getting the pinfall over Bad Dude Tito. Uh, next, uh, interrupted me if I skip over anything you want to talk that about. Was, the match was awesome. I heard good uh, things about that, but I didn't watch it. My buddy Danny, who was with me, he saw Bad Dude Tito. He said, that guy's got to be huge in Japan, right? And I said, oh. if they send him to Japan, he will be a fucking superstar. God, yeah. I would love to see him in there. New Japan has almost a problem at the moment. Now they've got too many good guys because of this whole US thing. Right. Um, and them trying to expand their horizons. Uh, next match on the card, uh, Sonado and Yoshinobu Kanemaru defeating Homicide and Rocky Romero. Not gonna lie, I was get I was at the snack bar for this. I was gonna I was just about to ask, was this the toilet break? I know your feelings on homicide. Uh what it was it was so the arena's fucking hot. God bless all these dudes. But you go out into the lounge area and it's like there's a bar and a snack bar and it's cooler out there. So I was like, I'm gonna go get a fucking hot dog and a, and another drink because I that's what I need. Um and I just kind of like hung out in the back and watched from afar. And then the AEW International Championship being defended, Orange Cassidy successfully retaining against Gabriel Kidd, much to Matt's delight, as we discovered, because Matt was cheering for Orange Cassidy. Okay. No delight. It's you. <laughs> Obviously, uh, I was not cheering the way I would cheer for Aussie Open. Uh, but I may have, you know, thrown out, let's go Orange. <laughs> Get him Orange. Now, did you, uh, did you have an opportunity to watch this match? I did watch this one. I'm always going to support my boy Gabe. Yep. So, um, uh, my under now, I don't know if, again, I didn't watch this back and I didn't read any results. Um, they did show Finley and Clark in the, yeah. Eagles. Yeah. Okay. They, so we yes. were, we were, they were directly to the left of us. Like if I started yelling at them, they would have heard me. Why didn't you? That was your chance. 
my voice hurt at this point. I was, <laughs> I was you know, I got to fucking pace myself, man. <laughs> but no, I'm glad you brought it up. I almost forgot because, yeah, it's, it's, uh, uh, it's David Finley and Clark Connor scouting Gabriel Kidd. I think so. I think so. And I think they were a little disappointed post-match when Gabe shook Orange Cassidy's hand. Do you do you think Gabriel Kidd would be a good fit for Bullet Club? If if the direction of the Bullet Club is going to be younger, stronger, you know, dudes like Clark Connors has the mean streak. We saw it when he attacked DKC. We saw it Sunday when he beat he squashed DKC. He's like a wild fucking animal. This is the version of the Bullet Club we're gonna get. I would not be mad with this. I yeah, I think Gabe would fit in with Bullet Club. He's got like you know, he comes out, he's very into himself, he's got you know, he's cocky as hell. Um, he he knows what he's about and stuff, and that could rub people the wrong way. You know, there's a fine line, isn't there, between you know being cocky and just being confident. Um, and I think that Gabe skirts that line very much. But I wonder if TMDK might not be a better fit, because it's kind of those cocky geezers you know like suzuki goon almost like they're they're lovable but they're cocky and they're kind of dickish but you love them for it um but if gabe kibbs in bullet club i don't think i'd be disappointed if we're getting him doing something of note like they're giving clark connor something to latch on to now yeah i just uh he's he's a hoss um he, he he's got a guy as well sorry to interrupt you man like when when I spoke to Gabriel Kidd, when we went out for that lunch, he has like, you know, he wants to be a never guy. He wants to be a hoss. He wants to be in that environment. And there's not really a foreigner doing that. Like you've got Hanare would be the only other example, but there's certainly not anyone from, you know, the Western world over here that is, uh, could fit in with the Tomohiro Ishis and the Shingo Takagis of the world. And Gabriel Kidd could certainly fit that mold. And Bullet Club doesn't have that type of person. Right. Yeah, no, I, I think I don't think he's a terrible fit. No, I mean more power to Gabe. If it means we're getting him on TV, on our New Japan World more and he's getting tours of Japan, then I'm I'm happy with him joining Bullet Club. Absolutely. Um six, what well the match itself as well. What did you think of the match as a big orange chastity fan? All right, first you know what, Kieran, don't do that to me. <laughs> Don't do that. I'm trying to fix my internet. All right. And now you're just patronizing me. I'm not <laughs> a huge Orange Cassidy fan. The uh the choking spot that Gabe is now doing is very cool, where he just like literally hangs someone from the rope and is choking them out. That always gets a big reaction. Um, I don't know how he does it without literally hurting the person he's doing it to, though. Right. But it was a it was a solid match. Um, you know, Gabriel Kid getting his moment in the limelight was cool. Um, sixth match on the card. Naito and Hiromu teaming up again to take on Kenta and Chase Owens. Um, another match I didn't see, but I heard there was very vocal fuck Chase Owens cards. Chance? Yep. yep. People hate fucking Chase Owens. People hate Chase Owens, and they want to know where Jay White is. So I, what was the story? Like Kenta tried to get let's go Chase chance going, and instead people were chanting fuck Chase. Yeah. Well, you know, if you watch New Japan. Uh... And you know, people don't like Chase Owens, right? The commentary team kind of is not afraid to say it. And uh, you get the feeling that if the Japanese crowd could vocalize it, they would. <laughs> uh, the United States crowd, they made up for that tenfold. He was not in DC, he was definitely in 
uh, Philly. And the minute he came out, oh boy, were people not happy to see him. And Kenta tried to win them over. Uh, it blew up in his face. That sounds like the Kenta we need more than Kenta trying to put on a banger with Eddie Edwards. Entertaining, fun Kenta. He, he's got that in spades. Um, seventh match on the card, the IWGP United States Championship, number one contenders tournament. Lance Archer versus Fred Rosser. Fred Rosser taking the place of Juice Robinson, who got suspended because of his actions the night prior. But still, Lance Archer getting the wing thanks to an assist from Juice Robinson. Lance Archer now on course to go back to Japan and uh, be at Dominion. Um, but I must say, it would have been... I know the Japanese audience fucking love Lance Archer. He is beloved over there. It would have been really cool to see Fred Rosser in Japan. Uh, I, I said if Fred Rosser won, I was going to throw a chair and walk out. Why? What's wrong well, with look, Fred? Got, He's great. Yeah, that's great. That's, that's all good and great. <laughs> all right. He got the ever living dog shit okay. beat out of the night yeah. before. He comes out looking like a mummy. And here's this fresh fucking Lance Archer, seven feet tall, 300 pounds. Texas going to whoop your ass, guy. Everybody dies. Let's make it a fucking street fight. They fought in everywhere in the arena except our section. As soon as they got near, <laughs> they went in that's the ring. I was so Fuck. excited to see them. Fuck my. But, uh, I don't know, man. He is. I'm sure. Look, Fred will have a chance to go to Japan. He can be in the fucking Fred. You're in the Wrestle Kingdom Rumble, buddy. I give you. I'll fucking book your ticket. All right, big guy. I'll fucking take that. Go be in the Rumble. This is the United States Heavyweight Championship we're talking about here. We got to get it off of Kenny, Kieran. This is ridiculous. It's fucking April. He's defended it once since January. Come on, man. Yeah, it looks like it's going to be defended against at Forbidden Door, and it'll be either against Lance Archer, Will Ospreay, or Hiroshi Tanahashi. Um, and hopefully that's maybe the end of his reign of terror. Uh, because, yeah, it would be nice to, you know, have New Japan's second most important belt, arguably, um, back in New Japan. Uh, but then the main event, you were treated to a last-minute match due to injuries and travel issues. Uh Aussie Open stepping up to the plate, defending their newly won strong overweight tag team titles just 24 hours after they won them, defeating Leo Rush and Tomohiro Ishii in a match I didn't see, but I've heard nothing but good things about again. This match was... Uh, on paper, you're like, obviously, Big Tom and Leo Rush aren't going to win. Mm-hmm. But man, matches styles, like Big Tom and Mark Davis, Kyle and Leo Rush, like these guys fucking put it out there, and it was an unbelievable match i think i was on my feet for the whole thing we're doing the aussie 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 mm-hmm. oi, oi, oi chance we're having a great old time some weirdo behind me was yelling about canada i don't know what the fuck he was talking about um yeah they, they, it, it was if, they, if you can if you could find it if you could if you have time to see it like check it out it's a fucking awesome match yeah aussie open like we said double champions now they defended the iwgp tag titles on rampage like straight away as well they've got a defense of each belt they look like fucking studs with both the titles. Um, this is their year. Like They could be easily be runaway tag team of the year if they just keep on defending these titles at the pace that they've, they've started with. Um, but yeah, two, two great shows, two different shows, and a, a great weekend, it sounds like, for you, Matt. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, note, Lance Archer cut a promo after the match where he called out Tony Khan. Uh, of course, doesn't he's not using AEW, man. No, it's a it's a yeah. fucking sin too. Uh, and then 
uh, Aussie Open closed out both nights. Kyle Fletcher got on the mic and and you know did the traditional thing that they do in Japan. Oh, did you say? <laughs> Sorry, he ate shit. The night one, he ate shit on the moonsault again, <laughs> didn't he? Landed like on his balls somehow, cock and balls. Dude. And then they they won the titles though. But then did you see on Twitter like Kyle Fletcher put up no more moonsaults ever? And yes. then Mark Davis responded, and he was like, "I don't know, man. There's a direct correlation between you eating shit on moonsaults and us winning titles." <laughs> you know, look, they put uh, at to, to you know if you go watch the big top, they they play it up. Kyle goes to do a moonsault, and, and Mark Davis stops him. He stops him. <laughs> okay, it's a wise move from Mark Davis there. Yeah, but no, two great shows. Um, the only New Japan shows we've had in since our last recording. Um, yeah, and then they made that huge announcement, and uh, that they're going to do the All Star Junior Festival in Philadelphia. And it, that is, you got surely you did you get tickets? I did not get tickets, but oh. but is it sold? I'm assuming it's not sold out. One of the the Kate from Fightful, who I was with, bought tickets that night. Yeah, because they went on sale like midnight, which is yes. absurd. August is like the worst month for me. Because primetime food truck season, it's also primetime. Like, I've saved up all my days off for August because I'm going to see Metallica two nights. I'm having my yearly barbecue, and the fucking I was like, don't be August, don't be August, don't be August, don't be August, don't be August. They're like, August 19th, and I was like, motherfucker, can you take one, one, one little sick day? I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try and finagle something where I work in the morning, and then I go right from work down to Philly, and then back that night, uh, which will probably be very taxing on me. But I think it'll be worth it. Yeah, you that's why you won't remember being tired. You'll remember going to the show. Though. Yes. Well, that's you know part of why I didn't get the opportunity to meet up with Clark. Unfortunately, you we were, were being you were being a professional, Matt. Professional. I have matured in my years. Uh, so <laughs> obviously we. I was going to meet up with Clark Connors. Uh, we were going to have a, a pint together. Um, and I touched base with him about halfway through the show. Uh, and he said, yeah, we're still on. And then he said, we're going to go back to the hotel and figure out where we're going from there. And I said, okay, we're going to go get cheesesteaks because that's what you do in Philadelphia. So after the show, we bullshitted. Uh, Anthony and Kate were trying to get people to recognize me as because I don't like... Um, it's just weird. It's weird when, when, because I don't think anybody watch. Like I know people watch, but like, no, I've had it happen at Rev Pro and at Royal Quest. A good few people stopped me. It was a very odd experience. Yes, it's weird because I don't know because I'm just a dude, just fucking fucking off with my friend Kieran, who's in the mm-hmm. UK. We're just talking about wrestling, right? But when you're out, so as we were leaving, somebody was like Shining Wizards, and I was like, "Yup," and I just kept going, like. I <laughs> didn't even break strides just kept on going because i don't i i'm just i don't know it's fucking weird man it's weird i don't know how to like it's weird there i i it is but also it's really nice yeah exactly like thank you you give a shit about what i do thank you so fucking much that's wild i appreciate it but it's like i just fucking dick around with my friends if you see me at rev pro new japan all in at wembley stadium come say hello if you so, see Matt uh, at any show, avoid at all costs. No, no, you can say hello to me. <laughs> we got bets going on because uh, Anthony got recognized from the Mark Order. Kate definitely got recognized because she does a fucking zillion fightful shows. And then I got it's recognized. Um, so we went outside. We were bullshitting, killing time. And then uh, we went to 
to go get cheesesteaks, but the parking around Pat and Gino's was fucking atrocious. We drove around for like 25 minutes. Clark still hadn't gotten back to us because he was taking care of his shit. And it was just late. It was like 930 and we still had a two hour ride ahead of us. Mm-hmm. And I knew if I went and met up with Clark Connors, I was going to get fucking banged up. And Jeez. then I had that Hanare interview in the morning, which was important to me, very important to me. I was very excited to talk to him. So I did the responsible thing. And I was like, hey, man, look, it's just not in the cards this night. That'll be, be a future opportunity. You got a professional interview, a great interview with 5.25 stars, Aaron Hanare. Um, it's definitely definitely a, a, a worthwhile sacrifice. Uh, um, he told a great shitting his pants story and i can't believe he wrestled that match with fucking bronchitis oh yeah that's crazy like right 40, 40 minutes it's not like he just wrestled a quick 15 minutes or a tag match a 40 minute single match main event coracoin hall with bronchitis absolute fucking incredible he is rem- remarkable man could not have been nice could couldn't be a nicer dude too i appreciate you for sending me in the direction of Hanare. Oh, hey, he put up an Instagram post and he was like, oh, if you hit me up about podcast, hit me up again. And I was like, fucking, I've got to get Matt to talk to him. I'll I'll speak to him for, for wrestling at some point later in the year. Hopefully he gets announced for the G1. Um, but yeah, no, it, it's a great interview. It's must check out. Um, Matt, I want to take a detour. I've got something up here. What do you got there, big that's guy? That's been conspicuously sat because that's not how a wrestling towel sits. No, usually you're wearing your neck like the wrestler. This is a, a Bread Club exclusive reveal. Are you ready, Matt? Oh, am I ever? Oh, yeah. It doesn't Did look so good the, uh... all that distance away. It's really heavy. I've got to put my microphone down. Hang on. I can, I can still speak, but I just might not sound as clear. No, you're good. You're good. I wanted. Did you get the... What did you put on the plate? I will show you what I put on the plate. Oh, my God. It's so heavy. There it is. Oh, look at that. Okada. That's a beauty. It is so damn heavy. You got all the names that you, you yeah, can see. Yeah. I can see them. Yeah. Kenny, Togi. All the names on the other side. The beautiful IWGP logo on the back. Wow. Look at you. Oh, and it weighs a ton. I bet it does. What are you? Uh, so do you now let me ask you. Or do you take that out of the house with you? I might get signed, like okay. if people that have held the belt come to shows, get the inside of it signed. But otherwise, no, I don't. I'm not going to take it to a wrestling show or something like that. It's guys, it's got a nice spot in front of our TV in the living room. Um, it's super fucking long. Obviously, it's tied up, but it's so long. And yeah, it seriously it weighs a lot. But it's beautiful. It's really my webcam doesn't do it justice. I posted pictures on twitter when i got it um it is stunning uh and it costs a small fortune it's okay it's okay you only live once i like it it's beaut it's a beaut there we go so now that can sit behind me for for every wrestling thing we do um they had, that's 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 all the new japan shows but an iwgp title did change hands this past weekend matt now, I know you don't check your Twitter often. I do. I just don't see stuff. Like, my notifications tweet, are anonymous. I tweeted at you yesterday. What did you tweet at me? With a picture of Miyu Iwatani with her hair all fucked up. And I said, Kieran, what is this fucking wreck? Well, she she just wrestled a match. What do you mean? I know. But I, was, you know 
I was hoping to fucking rile some people up because I thought it was, you know. If did you get so, did you get some responses? I did, but they were like from like uh, I think Yousef responded or Julian. Hold on, I gotta look. I will say to talk about the match itself. Um, I did watch the match this morning too. After you told me, I'll go for it. You 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 lead the way. Hold on, I want to make sure I give some, this person proper credit. Because the stardom show overall was great. Uh, main event, Tamnakano between Julia to get the title. I uh, mean, uh, all the titles changed. All the titles changed. Yes. Um, Micah defeating Himika was emotional as fuck. Um, it was a great show, top to bottom. And Shuri and Chuhiro Hashimoto just fucking bad each other black and blue. But Mayu Iwatani versus Mercedes Monet, of course, the New Japan correlation. What did you think, Matt? I thought it was a good match. I thought they went hard. Um, you felt the... Mercedes Monet for I don't know why people hate her so much. Like yeah, I don't, I don't get it. But I thought her her tribute to Eddie Guerrero was awesome. The the mask was fucking beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, you know she went out there and, and her and Mayu beat the shit out of each other. She had that giant lump on her dome. Uh, she's doing fucking meteoras to the outside. Like it, they were going uh, yeah. 100 miles an hour and I, you know what it didn't i thought it would go longer than it did but it felt like a relative i mean i don't know what the time was but bell to bell i'm guessing under 15 minutes yeah it was 13 minutes it was one of the shorter matches the second shortest title match on the card um the yeah um the long the shortest singles match on the card uh i thought it was match of the year best match ever Okay, now that the Mercedes stands have left us alone. Um, I thought it was... I was disappointed, I have to say. Mayu Itani is one of the best wrestlers of all time, regardless of gender. Um, This was a match we all wanted if you were a Stardom fan when the rumors started circulating that Mercedes would be joining New Japan. This is the match everyone wanted, Mayu versus Mercedes. And whilst I thought it was good, I don't... Well, I wouldn't go past that. I think it was probably the weakest out of Mercedes three matches. The Kyrie match was is probably the best, and then the triple threat Sucker Genesis was great. Um, and yeah, I don't know this one. Maybe my expectations were too high. Maybe I set myself up to fail. Um, I just kind of wanted more. And I think a big part of that was the fact it only went thirteen minutes. Yeah, I was really surprised. So so uh, so a wonderful person on Twitter sent me a link for me to not illegally watch it. Um, so I found that match, uh, and I was watching it as I was doing, you know, walking around with my phone and brush my teeth and all that stuff. And then, uh, and then she hits the fucking German and it's over. And I was like, wait, what? I mean, it's <laughs> like two, two step dragon suplex. Yeah. Which is, yeah. it's an awesome move. But... And it was great, but I was like, this is, this was like fucking 10 minutes. I thought this was going to be like an amazing, like 25 minute long match. I do wonder if it's maybe the first of many because we do need sort of because Mercedes, like we said, is going to be at resurgence. You know, the rumors originally were that this would be her final time and then she might be moving on to different pastures. But, you know, she's seemingly sticking around in what capacity we don't know, but she has said she wants to face Mayu again. She wants to earn back her title. So maybe it was a, you know, let's not shoot our load entirely let's save some for the, the rematch um if that's the case fair play as long as the as long as the next match delivers but yeah i just i wanted more here yeah no i don't blame you look i was i thought because you know if you if you listen and watch bread club or even the shining wizards i am not a huge fan of women's wrestling that came out wrong i don't watch 
I don't watch a lot of well, women's Matt, wrestling. We've discussed this before. Matt hates women. That's what he's trying to say. He just can't right. articulate it well. I am married and happily married to a woman, and I enjoy my time and company with her. She's not even here, so it's not like I'm doing it. <laughs> She's standing over the camera right no, now. No, I just... Like, I'm not a... So I thought, and I don't know who the woman on commentary was with Chris. I watched her in Japanese, admittedly. Oh, okay. But there was a so there was English commentary for for yeah, yeah. the show. Ma- Mariah Mariah May was the lady. She stepped in because the actual woman that was meant to be doing it got injured in the rumble. Okay. Well, I thought Charlton I rumble. Chris Charlton, of course, does a phenomenal job. He knows everything about everything. Uh, and I thought Mariah made it a good job. And there was a third guy there, and I don't know who he was, but they did a really good job of telling the story. I do want to watch the Tam Nakano and Julia match. Uh, and I heard the Soraya match was really good, too. What Shuri versus Chihiro Hashimoto should be right in your wheelhouse. It's the it's the equivalent of, you know, an Ishii versus Goto. Do you know what I mean? It's big meaty women slapping me, except Shuri's not that big of a woman. Um, and I didn't think she was. I thought she was a tiny but she, she is, but she's legit. She comes from an MMA background. I think she even competed in UFC for a while and stuff. She she's okay. you know as legit as they come. And Chihiro Hashimoto is a big woman. Um, her speciality being she will just yeet the fuck out of you with a suplex. Um, so that's one I think you should definitely enjoy. You know, you like the New Japan style, obviously. It's kind of just New Japan but women's that match, which is yeah. a lot of like, which is a lot of stardom. And I enjoyed the I enjoyed the Monet and the um iwatani match you know it had a big fight feel to it the crowd was into it Mm -hmm. um you know again i just wish it was a you know give me another seven minutes so if the idea is they're going to run it back under the new japan banner yeah i mean i'm excited that monet is sticking around because there's so much more potential here whether you know in stardom of course you've now got julia's freed up and stuff so they could have a match she could challenge for the world or wonder of stardom titles you know she's being at resurgence which means we need a woman for her to compete against so who that's exciting there's going to be someone coming from stardom more than likely to la for that show as if you know that, that that's looking like a very stacked show um uh you would be silly not to buy tickets for that now i think if you're in the california area oh yeah like i wish i was or could get a plane ticket because obviously certain because i should hopefully be resting there um but Back to New Japan, we've got a couple of shows to preview um, because the Dontaku Tour is underway and on Thursday, April 27th, we're getting three title matches. We're getting entrance for best of Super Juniors 30. We're getting two title matches, sorry, and entrance for best of Super Juniors 30. See, because in my mind, Tetsuya Naito versus Doki is just the biggest match ever. Like, I can't believe there's not a title on the line. I can't believe our boy Doki is going to beat Naito. Uh, yeah, look, Kieran, if Doki wins, and I'm rooting for it, no fucking shot Naito is a champion by the end of the year. No shot. There's, it's impossible. There is a 0% chance Doki wins this match. You are putting a 0, 0%? 95%? Yes. No, 0%. Um, I will back that. And I, But I'm so excited for it. Like It's crazy that Doki is getting this spot. We, we Juniors versus heavies is a rare thing. Um, I know we just had Despy versus Ishii, but that's in the States. They're kind of trying to make the card special. For it to just be on a, a show in the middle of a tour, not in a tournament setting, this is very unheard of. And it's so cool that they're giving Doki this moment of all people against the, the biggest star, Tetsuya Naito. I cannot wait for this. No, this is exciting. It, it kind of... You think it is um, New Japan 
finally putting their, you know, do we we kind of got Doki thrown in our lap a couple years ago because somebody got hurt right before mm-hmm. the Super Juniors, and he, I mean, I didn't know who the fuck Doki was when he no one did the Super Juniors, right? And he fucking obviously was the punching bag, but then he was not good. But then, you know, over these last three years, you've seen him progress. And now the Doki Choki is a fucking thing and we love it and we go nuts for it. And he's improved leaps and bounds. You know, I do wonder, though, we said about as well, you know, who defeats Sonata for the title if he doesn't go into the G1. Is just, you know, the start of Naito Pat's working his way through just five guys in a sort of way, you know, and he Sonata's the the end boss of just five guys. And we start with Doki and he'll defeat others along the way. Not necessarily all in singles matches because you know I'm hard pushed to believe we get Naito versus Kanemaru, but I I could see this being the start of a story of Sonata of you know Naito getting to Sonata. Yeah, it makes sense. It's not something I'm really the the idea of Naito being the guy again. Um, I don't know. It's just not for me. If they're gonna do it, it definitely needs to be sooner rather than later. Like like I said, he's not getting any younger. Um, but then the next match on the card, IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Championships on the line. Catch two two. Francesco Akira and TJP defending against the Jet Setters, Kevin Knight and Kushida. This, this is could this be the end for Catch Two Two's incredible reign? I don't think so. I think no? I think the here's the thing, right? Jet Setters, great tag team. Kevin Knight, his. The fucking dropkick live is dude. As long as we get Kevin Knight best of super juniors, that's gonna be so fucking good. Is bonkers, and I don't want to. You know, sometimes I'm I like to pee in people's oats. Kushida's not. He's not committed to this tag team. He's wrestling for championships and Impact. He's he's doing other things, other places. He's not committed to Kevin Knight. This team is not a cohesive unit. It's not like TGP and Akira. This match should be incredible, though. Like it's every, be awesome. every defense has been so good. The Doki Kanemaru versus Catch Two Two match earlier in the year, one of the best tag matches of the year, arguably the best junior heavyweight tag match in many fucking years. Um, I could see this one going either way, though. But one thing's for certain: I think this is your match of the night. You think so? Yeah, I, I, I think so. I think night on Doki and how fucking reckless they want to get. If they like how much they they don't ha- like their necks on that day, um, and I think the main event I'm not expecting to be blown away by the main event. Admittedly, Hiromi Takashi defending the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship against Yoshinobu Kanemaru. Um, another defense for Hiromi, no doubt. And I think oh, it'll be you're, go- you're going all in on this. You're, you're going all in. I'm not going all in on it, but I feel very confident. I would go like 75% in. I'm going on. I like Uncle Nobu here. Really. I think it's a pat look. If we're gonna tell this story of the Lij versus Just Five Guys, right? We've taken now Just Five Guys has taken Sonata. Now Sonata's taking the title. Now what's another chink in the armor if Kanemura can take the junior from Hiromu? Do you know what now, you're saying? Now Naito's got to avenge. He's got to avenge all these losses. Can I, Matt? You, but if Hiromu loses the title, he goes into Best of the Super Juniors without a title, and that is not what we want to happen. But maybe this is a downward spiral for Hiromu. That would be an interesting story. We've not really seen him have to do that, I suppose. Like, when he came back from injury, he lost to Robbie Eagles in his comeback match, but he then went into Wrestle Kingdom and beat Will Ospreay for the, the title in that incredible battle, Wrestle Kingdom 14. But, uh, yeah, that's, that, that, that's definitely a story to tell. Um, but, yeah, I'd be surprised. It, I, I would be stunned if Kanemaru defeats Hiromu for the title on a, on Thursday. 
yeah, I'm just wishful, wishful thinking over here. I'm looking for something different. I'm looking for not Hiromu to be the junior champion and not to win the best of the super juniors. Yeah, agreed. Um, wrestling Satsuma no Kuni, Saturday, oh, April 29th. Oh, sorry, I wanted to ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Best of the super juniors field. Yeah. We're going to find out on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there? Is there any? Have you heard any rumblings? Is there anyone you specifically would like to see? What are you looking for? Just checking. There's there's no one around because people might bailing. Again, I'm not. I, I don't want to get be a, a scoopster guy or anything like that. You know, I don't post this shit on Twitter for a reason. Right. Um, yeah, I I I've heard rumblings of people. Um, that would be huge for them. Makes sense. Quite an impact connection. Had Ace Austin's last year, of course, from Impact. Um, he's right. been competing in New Japan Ring more and more recently. Uh, he was at the Multiverse United show against Tanahashi, uh, and he is one that I'm, I'm wishing for, hoping for. Uh, otherwise, my dream pick would be Fujita Hayato, who from the All Star Junior Festival in Japan, um, it put him in the fucking tournament, and I don't care if the other 19 men are all blind and can't walk. <laughs> um, I'd be happy with just that. All right, I'm very excited for this uh, best of the Super Juniors, and it's the thirtieth one, so I think. Okay, a question for you. Yeah, they they've got so many possibilities. Like, if you look at juniors that are good in New Japan alone, like take away your Gados and your Jados and stuff, your your fillers, they've still got a lot of people. And then you go further afield to America, you've got Leo Rush, you've mm-hmm. got you know Clark Connors, of course now, yep. and then you go further afield, you've got Impact, Spivel, Mike Bailey. Ace Austin and Chris Bay were part of Super Junior Tag League. There is a lot of names they could throw in here. They had an AEW representative last year, Willie Uta. Do we get another AEW person? Do we think the brackets could go more than 20 people? Could we get 22 maybe? Because uh, they're jamming all those dates in though, right? Exactly. Yeah, it's and it's best of the Super Juniors 30. It's a big one. Do they celebrate the 30th with, you know, more entrance? And, you know, they done it with a G1 last year. Why not do it with the best of super juniors? I'll tell you who's who I'm gonna pick, right? To go to go in to fly the AEW banner, Commander. Yeah, I would love the fucking him doing that rope, that walk across and then the giant flip in every venue in Japan. Oh, he'd be touching the ceiling in Korokun Hall. No Teton, please. No, Teton. Oh, wait, you know, yeah, Teton was great in best of super juniors last year. Not so great in Super Junior Tag. Like the Bushi tag team didn't really get going. But yeah, I forgot. Teton is a member of LIJ. There's every chance he's going to be in the tournament. That he's he's a safe bet. Is he still a member? Yeah, he's still a member. Is this confirmed? We'll ask Naito once we finish recording. Um, look on the Wikipedia. No, not Long Island Jewish Medical Center. Jesus. He's still definitely a member of LIJ. Um, so, yeah, you're, you're right to bring him up. He will no doubt be in the tournament. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's, that's just another name. They, 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 they're not, they're not hard up for choice, New Japan. It just depends how many people, I suppose, they want to bring in internationally. Do they want to save all those pennies and stuff like that? Um, but, yeah, Saturday, April 29th, Wrestling Satsuma no Kuni. We've got a couple of important matches on this card. We've got the IWGP Tag Team Championships on the line. Aussie Open defending against TMDK, an all-Australian affair. Uh, Aussie Open looking for their second defense after defending the titles on Rampage. Um, defense, they, they, they secured a second defense, right? They, I know they've got oh, strong yeah. tag titles, but a TMDK just kind of the, oh, yeah, we'll give you a first good defense, guys. Are they the, the Tomohiro Ishii of the tag team division? 
I think I think we got a little glimpse of it in the tag league. The teams work well together, so. Oh yeah, absolutely. It will be a great match, but yeah, I think we're in the same boat in Aussie Open retaining, and then the main event, KOPW twenty twenty three provisional title match: Shingo Takagi versus Taichi in a Takagi style triad match because Shingo Takagi, whilst being an incredible wrestler, is apparently very uncreative when it comes to creating his match stipulations. Just well, you know, Tai Chi was very clear when he said, I've not beat you, so you pick the stipulations, and maybe Shingo enjoys, you know, this this now we're, we're up to five. There's five ways to win, but you can, you have to have three to win, right? Is that my Yeah, exactly. So you've got your choice of five ways to win, which can be pinfall, submission, stoppage, knockout, and count out. And you must get three of those five to win the match. Uh so you know, you could knock someone out and then throw them over the top rope and then that's two of your that's two of your freedom. I'm gonna make a bold statement, Kieran. Wrestling Don Taku, just five guys have the world title, the King of Pro Wrestling Championship, and the IWGP junior heavyweight championship. And Doki takes Naito to the limit, but he doesn't beat him. <laughs> you're all in on just five guys uh you, you, just five guys taking over um can we can we work just five guys into our name somehow bread club just five bread i mean people are still chomping at they still want to see us eat bread yeah i'm not about that life um you're not about the bread life. hold on now <laughs> <laughs> i have a i have a roll with my lunch and that's about it um all right I mean, we don't have to eat like fucking pounds of bread. They just want to see us eat. I'll, I'll, ha- I'll have a crumb. Um, then the road to Dontaku finally climaxes at wrestling Dontaku in Fukuoka. Uh, the kickoff match is an interesting one. Uh, a five-minute Young Lion sexist battle match. Um, I think it was confirmed today that Ryohei Oi was going to be the one running the gauntlet, right? Did I see that? I'm sure I saw that somewhere. So this this match basically is one of the four young lions will start the match and have to try to beat all of of the other three young lions. If they do so, they win a shot at Zack Sabre Jr.'s NJPW World TV title, and they also win an absurd amount of like barbecue stuff. I'm trying to find the fucking New Japan article, and it's not on. It's not on seventy two. I'm talking. You have to go back a long time. Uh, you a long time. Jeez. Yeah, I'm on page six. Are you talking was, about? Is that... Here we go. Great. Okay. Uh, so if the challenger wins two matches, so if Oiwa beats two of the three young lions, he earns fifty thousand yen of barbecue, courtesy of CS Asahi Rich. And if he wins one match, he gets ten thousand worth of uh, yen of barbecue. But if Rio if Ryohei Oewa defeats all three other young lions, he gets a shot at NJPW World TV Championship and 200,000 yen of Yakiniku barbecue. How this is that is, uh, for a prize, Matt? This is this is the opening match of Dantaku, right? Yeah. So if Oewa defeats all other three young lions in five-minute matches each, 200,000 yens worth of Yakiniku barbecue. That's like better, his... than, better than any title, frank, frankly. Yeah, but I don't like his odds, man. No, they're, they're, they're bolting Oleg. And Oewa went to a time limit draw um, earlier this week, uh, Sunday. Sunday, yeah. mo- um, And this looked tailor-made for, for Oleg, but he is the new the new gun. He is the new recruit. But maybe Oewa gets past Nakashima and Loebe, and Oleg is the is the 
final hurdle that he just can't get past because Oleg's going to be champion one day. I'm telling you. Yeah, I'm not against it, man. He's a he's a he's a horse. I like it. Um, but yeah, finally, I made it through that fucking very confusing match and stipulation. Uh, get through, get to the important matches. On the fifth match on the card, Kenta defending the strong openweight championship against Hikileo. I wouldn't be against Hikileo winning here. No, I wouldn't either. I think, I think we've we've talked about it at nauseum in the past. Like we're kind of we're kind of both over Kenta, right? We're not getting go to sleep Kenta from ten years ago. Like that's he definitely that sells. He definitely sells tickets to a New Japan American audience, though. As a strong champion, is the problem, isn't it? He definitely sells tickets, but then, like, you know, it's a it's a novelty, right? You're there to it see is. this dude you fell in love with 15 years ago, but that's not who's coming out to wrestle, guys. Like, I get it, but like, I know what I'm signing up for. I don't want to see him. You know, if if this U.S. version of New Japan. Uh, is going to be successful. Like you got to have somebody you can go out there and defend the title uh, in good matches that people want to see. And Kenta does actually live in America as well. He travels to Japan for new Japan shows. So him representing new Japan in America, it, it does make sense. And he does sell tickets. It's just, yeah, you're not going to be getting an incredible match as you might be hoping for. Um, unlike this next match, this is a fucking clash of styles, man. Zack Sabre Jr. Defending the NJPW World TV Championship against Jeff Cobb. Zach looking for his sixth defense since he won the title Wrestle Kingdom. Um, goddamn wrestler of the year, bar none. But th- this this is a scary match. Jeff Cobb could win here. This this could be the end of the Zack Sabre Jr. reign, I fear. Really? I I how how fiz- like how does Zach tie up Cobb? Like Cobb is so gotta... he's got zero bend. <laughs> you gotta chop down that tree. You gotta start with the legs, man. It's gonna be it's gonna be a really interesting matchup, but these two are so fucking good that I've got no concerns. Like, I feel like on paper I don't feel like this match works, like those two styles and their sizes. But because it is Zack Sabre Jr. and because it's Jeff Cobb, I think this is gonna be great. I'm going with a draw. I'm going 15 minute time limit. Oh, you're first ever draw. I I'd be fine with that. Um, Zack Sabre Jr. keeps the title and Jeff Cobb doesn't doesn't lose per se. Um, but yeah, that's. Probably the match I'm most excited for on this card. Um, the NJPW World TV match is just such a breath of fresh air on every single card. Yeah, they're doing a good job with it. And Zach being the first champion is was the, the best decision they made. Absolutely perfect. Never openweight six-man tag team championships on the line next. Strong style, Minoru Suzuki, Despi, and Ren Narita defending against Kazuchika Okada, Tomohiro Ishii, and a mystery third person yet to be announced still. Okada asked Toriyano, and Yano said, no, I'm good, G. I, I, I'm a head out. Um... Yana and Okada teasing maybe he'll ask Naito or maybe he'll ask Kenny Omega. Um, obviously, he's just being a cheeky little bastard because neither of those are going to happen. But yeah, I wonder. I, I would like it to be a surprise on the day. I, I don't want to know in advance. Yeah, but are is it? Are you going to get your expectations up high and then? You know, oh yeah, it's going to be like Honma. <laughs> no, it's not going to be Honma. My the fucking dummy. I do the podcast with Tony. He saw that I interviewed Hanare and he was like, huh, I didn't think Honma could speak English. And then he watched, <laughs> it, and then he watched it. He was like, oh, Hanare, I thought he was talking to Honma. <laughs> oh, man, I'd love to do an interview with Honma. Dude, uh, he, he can't, he's not so in good shape now, but a legend once upon a time when, well, yeah. he's still a legend, but he, there's things he could do in the ring. Um, uh, would you be disappointed if the third man was Rocky Romero? 
that's a in a way kind of be, right yeah i love rocky romero well, i love him too but he is one of the best to ever do it and you know everything he does behind the scenes you can't sing his praises enough as well but i hope he's in best of super juniors i i, I he's been away for a while get him back in best of super juniors please he was unbelievable when the last time he done it he, defeating el fantasmo giving him his first loss and having an incredible match versus will osprey um but yeah i don't want to see rocky in this position um, would that name you just came up with what oh that's a great fucking shout he is not on these cards he's his social media is blacked out that's a very interesting one but then they have to win and okada as a six-man champion sounds like the weirdest fucking thing in the world yeah but man that you get so much you know that just raises the 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 value of the six-man titles right like you never like this team that's the champions now like that's a fucking weird pairing it's not as it, it's not so much that the pairings are weird el fantasma okada ton of, uh issue i'm okay with it's just okada being never six-man tag team champion from only ever winning the top of the top only ever holding this boy and the world heavyweight title to going six-man that's a very strange It'd be a great way. Look, if if we're gonna get a face ELP, who better to get the rub from than fucking Okada? Right? The crowd would the crowd would pop hard for that as well. I think because they they love El Fantasmo, um, and he is conspicuously absent from these tours. Uh, I'm pulling for that big time now, Matt. That's a great. uh, That just I would love to see that. That would be cool, and you know, and. It seems like that was the progression, not necessarily to be in this six man, but the reactions he was getting in Japan were very much babyface. Oh, yeah, 100%. And then next match on the card, Tamatonga defending the Never Openweight Championship against David Finley. Uh, I think we get a title changer. I think, yeah, you, I think this has fucking. You need, to give Bullet, you need to give Bullet Club some credibility. Don't have David Finley be the leader. This has fucking Bullet Club screw job written all over it. We haven't had interference yet, right? David Finley has been well, doing it himself. I'm gonna, I'm, you know what? I'm gonna double down, Kieran. Clark Connors cost Tama the match, or Gabriel Kidd cost Clark Connors the, uh, oh! the match. Or, you know, I love it. I think David Finley has said Clark is the first, right? He's got other guys lined up, and he wants, yeah, these new, hungry, fresh, young guys. Um, he's definitely there's definitely more Bullet Club members on the way. Uh, yeah, and what this if, would be the perfect time for it. What if, right, we saw Will go into the UK and take uh, Dan Maloney. What if David Finley plucked somebody from the UK wrestling scene to be the next member of the Bullet Club? Yeah, Gabriel Kidd fits that fucking mold. Um, I, that's another one. Dan Maloney, he's being touted as a junior by Will on Twitter, I think. So he's probably in best of the super juniors. We've still got this fucking mystery video package. Who the fuck's that for? Also a great question. <laughs> It's, it's a lot of uh, questions to be answered in New Japan. Right. Well, um, you were, uh, well, who are you pulling for? Oh, fuck. What was his name? Oh, Drew Parker. I wasn't yes. pulling for him. That's just who I thought it might be. But oh, okay. Uh, I, I, I prefer it. They've been teasing it still. It's got to be someone with a big impact. Maybe it's whoever comes out, Shun Sonada, after he defeats Hiromu to retain the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship in the main event. Um, because yeah, there's zero chance Hiromu wins this. I think. Yeah, I'm I'm with you on this. I think it'll be a I think it'll be a nice showing for Sonata. We know what he's capable of, and obviously Hiromu, 
uh, can go to. And then there's the story of them being in LIJ together. And, you know, Hiromu's be a little, maybe he's a little upset. I've, I'm not expecting great things. I have to say, this isn't a match that excites me. Like I said, Zach and Jeff Cobb is the match I'm most excited for on his card. I don't know how good this match will be, but the crowd will be invested into it and they should make it all the more better for it. Yeah, it'll be interesting. It, look, it's we'll get a picture of Sonata's title defense after, right? Because obviously we're going to find, to your point, someone's going to come down after and we'll see what's lining up for Dominion. Yeah, they've got to set something up. Um, but yeah, we're going to best of the Super Juniors straight after this as well. Um, but yeah, it's two big shows. Uh, best of the Super Juniors being announced, which is going to be fun as hell once those cards, once the entrance get announced and we can start dreaming up all these matches. And then we've got the insanely hectic schedule. Um, and then one other thing we, we should briefly touch on that before we wrap things up at the very least is All Together Again has been announced. Um, all Japan, New Japan, and Noah joining forces to have a show Friday, June 9 in Ryogoku Sumo Hall. Uh, it'll be all three companies coming together. You'll see New Japan talent teaming up with Noah talent teaming up with All Japan talent, and they'll all be taking each other on as well. Um, I think the last time this happened was maybe 2013. Uh, and it's a, it's, it's a really cool thing to go back and look at as well, to just see the people that were in those matches and who was champion and, you know, who's now stars and things like that. Um, and a portion of the proceeds will be donated to charity again as well. Uh, it, it, all this crossover stuff is, is is so much fun. Like, we weren't getting lots of it from New Japan before the pandemic, and maybe that's it's a result of the pandemic that now they, they kind of just want to be more willing with other promotions, maybe. Do you think we see Okada Kiyomiya again? I don't think we get any singles matches looking historically. There were always big tag matches of, you know, people that are feuding perhaps. So yeah, Okada and Kiyomiya on opposite sides, whilst Okada's team up with Tanahashi and Kento Miyahara maybe or something. Um, I don't know that I, I'd be, I think it sells tickets. Yeah. Put them on opposite sides of the rings for sure. But I don't know that we get a singles match or we get any big singles matches on this cards. It's more of a, let's come together yeah let's come together and have fun and do something good for charity yeah like when this you know if 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 hypothetically sonata's the champion after dominion like him and it'll be just five guys against like jake lee and his fucking crew oh just five guys versus good looking guys ah oh there we go that's one to to thing and and quick plug i interviewed mr jack morris of good looking guys from noah as very fucking good interview he was super like he asked me to send the questions across written and he gave me such in-depth responses he must have spent so much time writing his responses i can't uh, sing his praises enough um he gave me so much uh such good shit um so incredibly generous with his time yeah that's one to check out on wrestling.com if you're a noah fan for sure I like it. Uh, you know what, Kieran? You always got the scoops. Not always. I give you. I'm going to give you a scoop. If you're you're listening to this, you're watching this, you're a New Japan fan. Put a little star on your calendar, people. All right. Where's my fucking notebook? Here it is over here. Excuse me a second. I'm excited for this. May fifteenth on the Shining Wizard Wrestling Podcast. The rogue general himself. What? Mr. Bad Luck Folly will be joining the Shining Wizards. No way. Really? Yes, sir. How have you landed that? I have my ways. That is awesome. Oh, wow. 
Look, last week we had the pleasure of talking to Shepard Alexander, somebody from the New Zealand, New Japan Dojo. It's an awesome interview. Um, you know, that and the, the interview I did with Hanare last Monday morning. Um, you know, there's a, a whole nother, you know, and you're helping me through the Wizards with the, the UK uh, wrestling scene, mm-hmm. um, which by the time this comes out, my interview with Robbie X will be available. But uh, there's a whole nother, you know, world of professional wrestlers out there and and you know people i don't think people realize the influence they're having uh especially in the states like rhea ripley and grayson waller uh and jay white are all aussies and from new zealand uh and there's a whole world of talent over there that's not being discovered so it it gets harder and harder with you know aw you have to go through uh a pr person an impact and now ring of honor and I'll be very transparent with people like NWA is not my cup of tea. So I would love to feature the boys and girls on there, but I just don't like the product and MLW the same way. And impact is fucking impossible. The, the, their PR guy is a, is a nightmare. He sat in an interview with Ace Austin. It's the, it's the only time it's ever happened. Yeah. I don't get a response from impact PR guy. Um, it's, it's, it's a W always say no. Uh, I'm holding out hope that they've said they're going to look into something at the moment for wrestling. Uh, but yeah, I've only I've got a nose from AEW. Um, New Japan are rather helpful. Lots of the Japanese promotions are rather helpful. I think they're just excited for the the Western promotion and the the you know excitement from fans. Uh, I'm working on some New Japan stuff for wrestling too. Um, but yeah, I can't believe you're getting bad like Fane, dude. That's so yeah, that's yeah. huge. Look, I reach you, you reach out, and you just you know. We had Shepard, we had Aaron. We're looking to, you know, introduce people to the to all the talent over there, and and he was more than happy to do it. So I'm very excited to talk to the Rogue General. May fifteenth, get uh, get following at Wizards Podcast now, so you don't miss it. And like Matt said, you know, we're recording this on Monday, uh, Monday evening UK time, but Tuesday afternoon evening UK time, Matt is interviewing Robbie X live on YouTube. Um, he's a great UK talent, Rev Pro British Cruiserweight champion he just won another belt at one pw this past weekend the same event will osprey just won their world title um beating you know lance archer car noir and someone else in the main event in a four-way that i can't remember um yeah no follow matt is doing tremendous things and of course the rest of the wizards at wizards podcast you gotta check him out uh and uh, you know you put don't let's let's not forget wrestling at wrestling uh you guys are doing great stuff i know the patreon thing is going strong i just got an email over the weekend uh, you guys are looking for for matches of the month, so I think that's pretty cool. Uh, yep, we're 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 trying to get all a bunch of new contents coming from May. Uh, if you thought about signing up, I I'm obviously plugging my own shit, but do it now. I promise you, because you will get everything we ever do for one dollar. Whereas in a couple of weeks, if you want to sign up, it's going to cost you more than a dollar. And if we become huge and successful, like Fight for, and we're charging big money to sign up, you'll never pay more than that dollar. We want to say thank you to the people that took a chance on us early by letting you pay a dollar for forever um and honestly every time we get a new subscriber someone puts it in the our, our wrestling discord channel and we all fucking beam and it makes all our days that we get a new patreon subscriber so yeah that's patreon.com slash wrestle in um wrestling.com at wrestle in i double n uh podcast galore i'm trying to we've got four interviews on the horizon uh one of them ddt's mao uh, we've sent questions off. We're waiting for responses. Another one is a lady from Ice Ribbon, and I won't 
try and bullshit my way for it. I don't know Ice Ribbon well enough, but um, our good friend, my good friend Kyosuke, is currently translating our questions for that uh, so that we can send it off in Japanese as per their request. Um, so if you're an Ice Ribbon fan and you want to see an uh, English interview with, uh, what's her name? Uh, Totoro Satsuki, check out Wrestle In. Uh, third person, Jeff Cobb. Oh, you got Hulu Hulu the Pineapple Man. Uh, we're gonna sort it out after tour because of time differences and my work being a nightmare. And he's in Japan, um, so you know he's gonna be resting in the evening, which would be the better time for me to do an interview his time. Uh, but yeah, Jeff Cobb, very generous. Hopefully that comes to fruition. And fourth one, it's a long shot, but I've sent questions off. Four questions only for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship Champion Hiromi Takahashi. Oh, look at you! And if you sign up to the Patreon, you get access to all of those early, exclusive early access. Uh, so yeah, sorry for the long plugs. <laughs> no, you're good. If you have a second dollar, yes. you have a second dollar, you have $2, one for wrestling, one for Shining Wizards. You, we mention you every week for a dollar. And it helps to go to, uh, you know, all the equipment I destroy because I'm a fucking... <laughs> Yeah, no, it's two two of the best deals in professional wrestling. Only one dollar a month, man. Like, what are you spending a dollar on elsewhere in the month? Oh my god, you spend so much more on a coffee every day. It takes two two minutes to sign up, and then you never have to worry about it again. And honestly, it, it makes all our days. Yeah, no, I'm with Kieran. The jubilation when you get the notification that you're going to be on subscribe. It's it's uh it's it's a great feeling. It's a great feeling that people listen and they care enough to support their hard earned dollars oh. on. Uh, your passion so if you have an extra buck or two support the wrestling guys support the shining wizards at wizards podcast all the links are up there for uh patreon and such um we're gonna come back in two weeks and it's gonna be uh well, overload there's gonna be we're gonna have Taku to talk yeah. about we're gonna have best of the super juniors to oh, talk yeah. about and it's new japan they're always announcing other shit in the interim it's it's, it's a it's been a fun fucking year to be a new japan fan yeah, it's great. They've really turned, the, you know, the, when the calendar turned 2023, they put the pandemic behind them and uh, they are running full speed ahead. And it's been a lot of fun. These This weekend was awesome, man. Uh, I'm so glad that I got the opportunity to go down there. And hopefully uh, you get to go All-Star Junior Festival USA because you should get to go to New Japan shows more often. Yes, fingers crossed. Um, and then I just want uh, to shout out a couple people who were always active on our youtube julian is always there he's always yep. uh leaving the comments and he's got a podcast uh, and i didn't write down the, the link to that and i apologize julian i'm uh, on it uh kieran's on it scott george is there uh me and scott uh you know we have a couple differences you know but that's what the beauty of the podcast is we're not hateful towards each other i think Kyrie has a shitty elbow drop he disagrees i think tanahashi has terrible hair he disagrees and that's fun because we're allowed to do that. Uh, you one said, of you is one of you is right. One of you is wrong. I'm gonna guess I'm the right one. Uh, <laughs> no comment. Uh, Julian didn't say which podcast he uh, recorded. He he has said it in the past, though. So sorry for not remembering, Julian. Uh, Youssef is active on YouTube and on Twitter. Uh, apparently, me and him are gonna have a fight for you, Kieran. I'm a desirable person. What can I say? I'm not fighting anyone, dude. Um, I'm a lover, not a fighter. You, you fought that kid, and that was all the fighting you needed. I didn't fight him. I just had a strong <laughs> disagreement with him. And then Dunstan Williams, uh, somebody I've seen make comments on our YouTube uh, Bread Club videos, too. He brought up the, if we think Sonata's going to have a successful reign. If you're watching this, 
we can see how many people view it. Man, drop a comment and hit that thumbs up button. It helps us uh, with the Fightful Over book crew, and it, it kind of makes the algorithm uh, work in our favor or more people oh, who are. I lost, I lost episode got like 390 views or something. That's incredible. Thank you so much, everyone. Yeah, just keep hitting that like button. Write a little comment. Love the show. You know, if you hate the show, tell us you hate the show. We'll fucking give you a thumbs down. I don't know. <laughs> the algorithm, though, the more traffic it gets, then the higher it gets pushed up into the Fightful Overbook universe, and it'll show the like-minded wrestling fans who enjoy New Japan Pro Wrestling uh, our lovely faces and our shitty internets. And our beautiful titles. Yes, Kieran is the true professional here. He's got a working internet. He's got a beautiful title. I mean, I've got a shitty microphone. Okay, you got, but you, you got know, a proper setup. Yeah, well, this is the set. I broke the last one. Okay, <laughs> last Monday, I broke it. I smashed. That's what I need to do. I need to break this. I need an excuse. You don't. You really don't. I broke it in the middle of the show. I broke it, and then I had to go into the basement and get out my fucking. I had to bring the soundboard back upstairs. <laughs> was, I was so aggravated. Oh, good. Um, yeah, I think uh, there's a, a, a fun episode of Bread Club. Uh, for for the next two weeks, where like we said, we will have new champions maybe crowned. We'll have best of the super juniors to talk about. Um, yeah, I I can't wait for the next one. Yeah, next one's gonna be great. Uh, thank you again to Fightful Overbooked, uh, Fightful dot com, Jeremy for letting me and Kieran have this platform. Twenty one episodes in. Uh, We're legal. We can drink. Break club. Oh drink. Yeah. Is this still twenty one in in the UK? No, UK it's eighteen. Okay, I thought so. Um. So thank you guys all for listening, for tuning in. We are about to hit this stretch of New Japan Pro Wrestling that's going to be bonkers with Don Taku and the Super Juniors and Dominion and the G1. I mean, before we know, it's going to be fucking Wrestle Kingdom, people. So get on board now. Get in with the Bread Club. Next week, two weeks, I'm going to eat some bread just for you. I don't know how much. Maybe I'll just have a little piece, but we're eating bread in two weeks. Okay. As long as you remind me to buy bread beforehand. I mean, look, if you have a roll with your lunch and you don't want to fill up, I understand. I'll save a bit of the roll. I'll try to remember. Uh, like you remembered we were doing Bread Club this morning? Yeah, I totally forgot. <laughs> I think, like, I'm on my way to work and I was like, oh, shit, i got Bread Club. And I text Hazel and I was like, I've got Bread Club, by the way, tonight. Because then she'll make sure she'll do my dinner a bit early so I can eat before we come on. Oh, she said you, 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 you hit a home run with her, buddy. I did. She's a saint. And you hit a home run for watching Bread Club on Fightful Overbooked, FightfulOverbooked.com. Remember, rate, review, subscribe. We'll be back in two weeks. Big stuff coming out of Dantaku. Who's next for Sonata? Is Uncle Nobu the champion? Probably not, but I'm praying. Who's our mystery partner for Okada? It's all coming down the pike, so be sure to subscribe and tune into the show. Uh, Bread Club is out. Fuck, I got to find the banner. God damn it. That was good, Kieran. <laughs> For once, you now DX it. I did it well, and we didn't have like weird talk about like tails or dressing like pirates or anything. Oh, like you, you almost got for an entire episode without talking about pirates. You, you just ruined it. So close. Did, did I ruin it, or did I make people stay for the whole thing to hear the pirate talk? Do you think people stay once the, the logo comes up? I mean, we're still making noise, so yes. Yeah, but if you make noise into a podcast and no one's there to hear it, did you really make noise? I mean, if you're that's not... The, that's the old saying, right? From thousands of years ago. But if you're listening, you can still hear us. If you're watching, maybe you punched out. Yeah, exactly. Life's a mystery, dude.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.